to two groups in this country, patriots and traitors. No middle ground. Disinformation is not simply lies or falsifications. It is the art of having your enemies say what you want them to say. Who would engage in espionage on Twitter? Who would be that stupid, not me? It's very important to educate people about these techniques. They have the Great Reset, we have the Great Awakening. Another type of active measure is the agent of influence. And why shouldn't I root for Russia, because, which I am? You know, it's very hard for journalists to accept that this has been going on. What do you get your opinions from, TV? Disinformation is actually a deliberately distorted or manipulated information that is uh, leaked into the communication system of the opponent with the expectation that it would be accepted as genuine information and uh, influence either the decision-making process, for example, or to influence or manipulate public opinion. I want to see these people go through misery because of their grooming against our children. Some questions remain unanswered. What is the effect of all these active measures? I did nothing wrong. Welcome to a premium episode of the Did Nothing Wrong podcast, where we cut through the noise and help you make sense of the chaotic information space around us. I'm Griff Somke. And I'm Jay McKenzie. I feel like we're going to instantly regret this. I already do. <laughs> but since we recently had her spending the day with Trump at Bedminster at his golf course, and he even put out a video where he praised her and said she was super great, I guess she's... Still not going away, and we're going to have to talk about the Muslim-hating bigot, Laura Loomer. We know, we know, we know. Do we really? But we probably should, since she's not really going away, and if Trump is approving of whatever it is she's doing, she's going to start some more right-wing fuckery that we're going to have to address down the line. Well then, slap on your clown shoes and let's dive into it. Hey everybody, we're here at Bedminster. I'm with the greatest president ever. President Donald Trump, who is killing it right now. There's a new poll out, right? You're crushing it. You're up over 50 points. And uh, it's a beautiful day here. Beautiful club. It's my first time here at Bedminster. Well, it's great to have you, and you've been really very special. You work hard, and you are a, uh, you are a very opinionated lady. I have to tell you that. And in my opinion, I like that. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate that. I appreciate all of your support, and you've been terrific. And everybody appreciates you. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for inviting me to sit with you today. Pleasure. You're the best. I love you. Oh, boy. So who is Laura Loomer and why has she reappeared on this cursed timeline? Prepare to be loomered. That's her catchphrase Mm. anyway. Loomered. And I'm pretty sure Laura came up with it herself because even the people she works with don't really seem to like her. They tolerate her. Yeah, I think that's fair. They're all bigots, far right freaks, but... My God, Loomer is so incredibly annoying about it, isn't she? Uh, yes. <laughs> that is just dictionary definition of the word annoying. You've got her. She is. Wow. Yeah. Which which person would you want to have a beer with? You see that? Which historical figure would you want to have a beer with? Which, which far right neo-Nazi QAnon <laughs> follower, crazy conspiracy person would you want to have a beer with? Well, none, but... Last place on that list has got to be, it's got to be Loomer. Right there after chew off your own leg to escape. Is that, is that on the list somewhere right above Laura Loomer? I think that's, 
yeah, I think that'll that'll do it. That that really that really captures the, the feeling. <laughs> okay, so let's get the obvious and and terrible part out of the way. Let's not get accused of apologizing for her or not stating explicitly the the kind of person we're dealing with. Let's let's not water it down. Let's just dive right into it. So I'm going to go ahead and read from our friend Jared Holtz, 2017 reporting at Right Wing Watch. The article he wrote is titled, Laura Loomer Goes Ballistic in Anti-Muslim Twitter Meltdown. And honestly, usually... Loomer doesn't delete tweets, but she did actually delete these. So I think that does say something. Mm. So let's dive into it. Jared Holt wrote, Laura Loomer, a right-wing activist known for her journalism, in quotes, practice of harassing politicians and actual journalists, took to Twitter after news broke of a terror attack in New York City to unveil her deep disdain for the Muslim people. And... At the time, there was a terror attack in Manhattan. Eight people were killed. Of course, horrific. But Loomer took to Twitter and Periscope, which was the the video platform that used to be on Twitter and no longer exists. But as Holt wrote, she did her shtick of harassing actual news reporters and espousing conspiracy theories about breaking news events. Her typical routine took a dark twist, however, when investigators revealed the suspected attacker was a domestically radicalized Muslim associated with ISIS. And here is Loomer launching into her. Well, she is a, she's a self-styled proud Islamophobe and here's where we see it. Mm -hmm. She wrote, this was October 31st and November 1st of 2017. I'm just going to read a few tweets here. She said, Then let me be the first to say I never want another Muslim entering this country ever again. Hashtag proud Islamophobe. The next one. Leave it to Muslims to ruin everything. People can't even enjoy Halloween without those savages fucking everything up for everyone. Okay, here's another. How many more people need to die before everyone agrees that Islam is cancer and we should never let another Muslim into the civilized world? Here's some more. She was she was really on a fucking awful role here there's Mm. (laughs) this is bad okay here's the next one there's no such thing as a moderate muslim they're all the same it's time for us to accept this reality i refuse to watch more people die here's the next one new york times sent a female muslim hijab wearing reporter to cover isis terror attack in new york city i asked her to disavow she laughed and refused uh, yes, that is the appropriate response to anything Laura Loomer does is to laugh and walk away, laugh mm-hmm. and refuse. Definitely laugh, though. Just laugh. Just laugh at her. I mean, shit. Should I keep going? Yeah, let's let's just read yeah, it off. Let's yeah, read let's it read off. a few more. This is great. OK, it's something. Laura Loomer, they deserve it. Maybe when they all decide to condemn Islamic terror, I might feel bad for them. But for now, bring it on. Hashtag ban Islam. Here's the next one. Someone needs to create a non-Islamic form of Uber or Lyft because I never want to support another Islamic immigrant driver. Ah, uh, ah, that that one didn't turn out too well for her. No. What happened after she tweeted that one? Well, let's just say she has a really hard time getting an Uber or a Lyft these days. I can't imagine why you know a lot of the drivers might not feel safe with this person in their car, but. 
Laura got herself banned from both of the major you know, ride-sharing services as a result because, well, who wants to deal with her after that? Yeah, who, who wants to deal with her at all? And here's the last one from Loomer, November 1st, 2017. I generally try to not support Muslim-owned businesses, companies here in New York. That shouldn't be hard to do in the U.S., but with immigration, it is. Yes, everywhere... Laura Loomer turns, there is a Muslim she doesn't like, and she definitely didn't Google where there are Muslims that, well, she doesn't like any of them. No. She definitely doesn't Google where Muslims are so she can go there and pretend to be outraged. Never. She would not do such a thing. How dare you? Yeah, no, 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 no. That's It's all very genuine, very real, very um, not at all manufactured. The poor thing has the worst luck, I guess. She certainly does. She certainly does. Basically, at this point, she's an outrage factory. At this point in her career, she's showing up anytime there is something to get outraged about, and she's doing the absolute most performative outrage that she possibly can, throwing just the biggest tantrum in public, and we'll get into some more of that later on. But this is her gimmick. She shows up, she gets mad, she has a bullhorn, she films everything that's going on, and claims that she's somehow being oppressed in all of this. This is what she does. This is what's known as getting loomered when she shows up and does it. Yeah. The images of her essentially chaining herself to the doors at Twitter HQ because she wanted her Twitter account back are just, oh man, it, it's so, it's, uh, it's so tough to look at. Mm -hmm. And then the part where she starts talking about how she has to pee like midway through that protest, it's like, well, what did you think was going to happen? Even the crazy NASA lady wore a diaper when she was driving, what, straight from Texas to Florida? How did Loomer not pre <laughs> prepare for this? And don't tell me that Laura Loomer is above wearing a diaper. That, nope. that woman will do anything nope. for attention, <laughs> uh, including chaining herself to Twitter HQ. Although they could still open the doors. She didn't manage to prevent people from coming and going as i said it's completely performative in her case she she is not actually trying to stop these people she's trying to do things that look good on a viral video her thing is yeah. like virality and being so ridiculous that the news media including sadly us can't help but you know jump on the coverage of this and she's been very successful at getting herself in the public eye that way over the years yeah yeah, it's just funny to see her and you just see the employees at Twitter just coming in and coming out and, and Loomer's there with her bullhorn just <laughs> making, just making some kind of difference. Silicon Valley is essentially upholding Sharia when they decide to ban me for posting facts about Islam. When they decide to ban me for posting facts about Sharia law or criticizing an anti-Jewish Muslim congresswoman. This is America. We have a United States Constitution, and Sharia law is completely incompatible with our United States Constitution. And here I am, physically handcuffed. You know, if Jack Dorsey wants to come outside, I want to know, I would love to know, Jack, why it's okay for people to say things like they want to assassinate President Trump. I want to shoot Trump in the head. Fuck white people. All white people are racist. God, can someone just shoot Trump already? I mean, why is this allowed on Twitter, Jack Dorsey? I want to know how that is hate, how that's not hate speech, but my tweet up there isn't it ironic how the Twitter moments used to celebrate women, LGBTQ, and minorities is a picture of Ilhan Omar. 
and I had a sign, I had a sign here that I wanted to show you guys, but Twitter confiscated it. So already here in America, you know, I have a right to protest. I have a right to peacefully protest here. And I can't, I can't even protest because even on the outside, Jack Dorsey is sending his goons to confiscate my sign. It's really nice to think back on the times when Twitter had employees and they were allowed to leave the building and they didn't have to mm-hmm. live there and sleep there and and be hardcore. But those were the days. And and they would actually ban terrible people like Laura Loomer from Twitter. And not pay them and incentivize them. Although she's, she's currently not getting paid enough for nope. her fearless journalism. If you look at the things that she's claimed that she's done, the P- oh, this person resigned and I forced them to change this law. And I am not sure that she's ever actually accomplished any of the things she takes credit for. But again, that's part of the shtick. Mm-hmm. The fact that Laura Loomer can demand to be taken seriously and she sort of kind of is, or she just, she is so relentlessly fighting and yelling and screaming and and demanding that people listen to her that they eventually do tells you that absolutely anyone can make it in this modern right. Mm-hmm. If you are shameless enough, if you are loud enough, if you are willing to humiliate yourself just day after day after day, then yes, someone is going to pay you to keep doing that as long as you stay on a particular message. And Loomer has done that. Mm-hmm. And so in the year of our Lord 2023, she's at Trump's golf club, just hanging out, taking pictures and making videos. She may be Trump's strongest soldier in a way. I kind of see her as what Jack Posobiec was supposed to be to Roger Stone. He definitely came up as his assistant mm-hmm. who was just supposed to follow him around and do whatever an assistant for Roger Stone does. Don't think too, too long. You really don't want to that. think too hard on that. <laughs> you just don't. But Jack, Jack just kept posting and he's, he's created his own little post Pizzagate career. But Loomer, I think Loomer is the real protege because yeah. Roger Stone there is no bottom there there never has been and loomer is the new generation of of that so let's talk a little bit about how one goes into that role where do you start in life what what does your background look like to slot yourself in as sort of the new roger stone protege the new rat fucking expert what about a person's life leads them to the point where they start to think this is the kind of career i want to have this is who who grows up and wants to be a rat fucker i mean really yeah, the the rat fucker that is so obviously rat fucking but they're so relentless mm-hmm. and determined that it still kind of sort of works mm-hmm. yeah she ain't never been subtle she ain't never <laughs> seen subtle she doesn't know what that word means sorry <laughs> No, I think Stone did the same thing. It just for until recently it was off screen and now now it's in our face all the time. And yeah, how does one get there? Looking at the interviews that she's given, the accounts that Loomer has given of her early life, I don't think she had any friends. I maybe maybe she maybe she had some along the way, but she there's so many stories about her at a school or a new place and she she had to sit alone at lunch. Mm-hmm. And her, she goes away to college and she's alone at lunch. No one wanted to sit with her because of her conservative beliefs. Um, okay. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, go with that. Go with that. Yeah, it, it's not that you're just fucking annoying and no one likes you. Look, it's it's sad that mm-hmm. she didn't have any friends as a kid, but it seems like no one has ever really liked her. They've just tolerated her, and and that is sad. She's useful. That's why they tolerate her. She's that kid that's willing to go a little farther than the other kids. She's willing to push herself a little bit more. She has less self-respect. She's willing to do what needs to be done, as it were, and that's why the other kids are going to tolerate her, but not a single one of them probably likes her. No, no. Even if they have a use for her, I, I don't think they do. So, by Loomer's own admission, she has dealt with depression in a you have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of the Did Nothing Wrong podcast. For just five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, as well as a new one every week and our entire library of premium episodes. Head on over to didnothingwrongpod.com slash subscribe to sign up today. Thanks again for your support. We couldn't do it without you.